Welcome back, Lighthouse Explorer. Today I'm talking about Cape Wrath Lighthouse, which is actually a lighthouse that we didn't manage to get to on our tour of Scottish lighthouses a couple of months ago, just because we didn't allocate enough time to go and visit it. The Cape Wrath Lighthouse is perched on Scotland's most northwesterly extremity amidst the wild Scottish Highlands. Its isolated situation makes it quite the adventure to get there, and it has a history intertwined with the legacy of the famed Stevenson family, eminent in lighthouse construction in Scotland. Erected in 1828, the Cape Wrath Lighthouse was the brainchild of Robert Stevenson, part of a dynasty whose maritime safety contributions have definitely withstood the test of time. It was established to assist ships navigating the dangerous waters of the North Atlantic, marking the northwesternmost point of the British mainland. The automation of the lighthouse in 1998 heralded the end of the lighthouse keeper's era, ushering in a new epoch of technology-driven maritime safety. The Stevenson family, over several generations, were responsible for the construction of an impressive number of lighthouses. They designed and built over 90 lighthouses around the coast of Scotland. Robert Louis Stevenson, the famous author of Treasure Island and Jekyll and Hyde, was part of this family, although he chose to pursue writing instead of the family's engineering profession. And I think that turned out pretty well for him. The Stevenson Lighthouses were renowned for their quality and the advances that they've brought to lighthouse design, with many of them still in operation today, albeit now automated and not manned by keepers. Venturing to Cape Wrath is an expedition into the heart of the Highlands, an area renowned for its staggering landscapes and cultural richness. It's worth travelling to the proximate towns of Dunness and Ullapool to commence your journey to the lighthouse. From Keeldale, a small passenger ferry transports passengers across the Carl of Dunness, and this brief crossing really gives uh, travellers the first experience of that area's rugged beauty. An all-terrain minibus journey winds across the moorland to the lighthouse, a passage definitely not suited for the faint-hearted, but for those who opt for it, the 11-mile hike to the lighthouse is a pilgrimage through some of Scotland's most unspoiled environments, promising solitude and serenity. Alternatively, there is a bumpy bus ride to the lighthouse, although this is very slow and may cause travel sickness. Cape Wrath is a sanctuary for a diverse array of wildlife and plant life. As a designated SSSI and special area of conservation, it supports a myriad of bird species and unique vegetation, establishing it as a pivotal site for naturalists and conservationists. Notably, the golden eagle is commonly seen soaring above Cape Wrath, as they're believed to be actively breeding on the Cape Wrath Peninsula. At times, the Cape Wrath region is utilised by the Ministry of Defence, which can lead to limitations on public access, and it's worth checking the restrictions before you go as this access changes based on the season. I've linked the restrictions and up-to-date advice over on the Lighthouse Explorer's website. The lighthouse and its environment has seized the imagination of filmmakers, photographers and authors. It also draws tourists seeking to experience one of Britain's final great wildernesses. For long distance cyclists and hikers, Cape Wrath represents a formidable challenge, frequently forming a segment of the route from Land's End to John O'Groats. Thank you for joining me today, Lighthouse Explorer, and I'll see you soon for the next episode.